I forgot it was on me this time. <laughs> you did say that. <laughs> there go that awkward silence and loves. Man, today we are back again for another episode of R.A.O.P. This time we are interviewing the one, the only, Levi Without the Tribe. What's up, man? I'm glad to be here, man. <laughs> hey, man, look. I'm glad to have you, actually. Uh, matter of fact, I'm going I'm to I'm give you your, your time to, to do a proper introduction for yourself. I don't even think we introduced ourselves, but... It's all good. I know who it is. Yeah. yeah. Um, go ahead and let the people know. Levi Without the Tribe. Uh, also known as Levi Fresco. Uh, follow me on Instagram. Vintage Fresco. Levi Fresco on Facebook. Uh I don't even mess with Twitter like that no more. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, Twitter kind of. Well, hold on. How, how many? Hold up. We got three seconds. Three, two, one. Twitter ass. <laughs> 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 yeah, you ain't got to mess with Twitter, man. As long as you got your IG popping and your YouTube popping, you straight. Facebook yeah. too. Straight up. Yeah, straight up. No, but, no, but uh, number haters on Twitter, man. You ain't lying there. Um, so man, look, you're the first. Actual battle rapper mm-hmm. that I've met in Jacksonville. Yeah, I'm jumping straight in, but tell us a little bit about that. So I started back in, uh, damn, I think it was like 2012 or 2013, mm-hmm. I believe. So I was in Tallahassee. I was at FAMU at that time, and uh, yeah, I found out about a league down here called Barbarians Arena, and I was always always like a fan of Smack DVD Fight Club. Uh, Lions Den, all them DVDs that came out back in the days, came out back in the days. Right. <clears throat> I got in the ring because I was always, always known as the dude that the punchline rapper. Like I was listening to Cassidy Wayne and all that back in the days. Right. I used to battle niggas in the hood all the time. Yeah. So they were like, "Hey man, you should go ahead and get on the platform. Go ahead and get on stage." Cool. I did like five minutes, five to six minutes, one rounder. Then I got that itch after that. I was like, "Man, I'm gonna just try to move forward with it." But I was almost like that. I could have been on URL and all that, but it's politics and all that. Just like the music industry. But I yeah, feel that. I had my run. So That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. But I mean, I ghost right too. So hey, I get my BMI royalty checks. It comes in. Yeah. I, I hear my bars when I watch URL, but you don't see me. Mm. So hey, I'm going to put it like that. Man, that's dope. That's yeah. dope. That's some major stuff. Damn, yeah. I didn't know it was like, uh, of course, you know, it's ghostwriting and like music, period, like industry stuff. Right. But I didn't know it was like ghostwriting and, and battle, battle rap. rap. That's, yeah, it got big now. You yeah, know? yeah, it is. Yeah. It's huge. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the metaphors got to be crazy, you know what I'm saying? But yeah. um, now, don't take this as disrespect. I would so you know how you write for a stand-up comedian, right? Joe right. look Joe looking at me because Joe know how I feel about battle rap. I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amp ain't a fan. I, I watch it here fan. and there. I was watching. This, I seen this week when uh they had disaster. I was watching the clips and shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gonna laugh at me? You know what my favorite battle rapper is? I just like him because he just make me laugh. I like oh solo. Yeah, he funny though. He, yeah, funny. he funny. I like, yeah, he, I like funny. he be making me laugh. He but funny. I don't really know. I watch, I seen like disaster. He said the N word, and they was trying to get him up out of here. Yeah, yeah. I would watch. I watch stuff like that. I know uh, New Jersey twerkers. I know a couple of them. Mm. Shug, shotgun Shug. Mm. I know a little bit here and there, but I don't really watch it for the most part. <laughs> but I was about to say, is it kind of like? I didn't want to be disrespectful, but it's like acting almost like damn near like improv improvisation. How they got a, uh, they got writers and stuff like that. Is Pretty it kind of like on the same thing? 
Pretty much, yeah. Because battle rap is like straight up. Now. Yeah, straight up bars. Like right, you got right, to right. get up and you got to get a nigga up out of here bar wise. Hey, but gotta you got to entertain the crowd too. You got to think them niggas ain't they ain't rapping for 30, 30 seconds. Nah, a verse ain't a this minute. Ain't one of you know what I'm part. saying? Yeah, straight <laughs> up, straight yeah. up. Um, these niggas be rapping for what three to five minutes type shit. Yeah. Then with the crowd stopping you, yeah, yeah, and, and, and I, I was just about to say you yeah. stretch the time on yeah. crowd reaction. Yeah, I be watching some like battle rap, and I be like, damn, when is this round over? Like the, <laughs> the dude he go against, he go in for like a minute, and then the nigga he just be he be going in for ten minutes. I was like, of course he won. He said more shit, but yeah, it's like, yeah. I like what is the exact rules to like battle rapping when I watch this shit? Ain't no rules. Oh, I figure. I figure. I mean, it come from the streets, so it's no rules. It don't matter if you from the streets or you just. It's, they got Christian battle rappers, right? Right. They got all kind of different type of battle rap. You see the white boys from KOTD and all that. Yeah. Um, it is different, but it's no rules. You say whatever you want to say. I mean, some people feel like, hey, in the contract, I don't want you saying nothing about my dead mama. Right. Uh, right. And there's a nigga like Arsenal that's gonna pop up and be like, "F your dead mama." You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So, hey, yeah. it goes how it goes. It's battle rap. <laughs> what's the, what's the uh, most dicey battle you ever went uh, was in? Like mm. had one ever got chippy, like a nigga was like getting at you crazy. You like, all right, let me <laughs> let me get this nigga right. I'm gonna say against TG. Mm. Yeah, he from down here too. Yeah, and it, it got a little hectic, you know, and with the crowd and all that. My entourage and his entourage, yeah. It, it didn't finish. <laughs> you cool? Or yeah, you, we good. You we good? cool. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. It, it just, our entourage is and bumping heads and all that. And it get a little aggressive. So That's yeah. crazy to me that there's a battle rap. I don't know why I'm shocked that there's a battle rap scene in Jacksonville. Hmm. I don't know either, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I we was, had Arsenal down here. We had, uh, who else we had? We had um, JC down here. We had daylight down here, so Bill Collector. Yeah, just dope. you know, just to the side. Yeah. Just, maybe Jacksonville probably just at that time. It probably wrong time. Probably, right. probably like right now, right. while URL is making the bid for you for all mm. battle route everybody in the mainstream. Mm-hmm. It probably would have been better to fit in this time frame. Right. But you know, hey, I hit. I so we made our history. That's dope. Yeah. That's dope. How was your rebuttal game when it came to uh, you know? Freestyling and shit in the middle of a verse. I don't think I ever had the rebuttal like freestyle because okay. I always already kind of like predicted what people would say. Yeah, because there's always a nigga that's talked too much. Right. So right. back in the days when we had like debates or you know go back and forth and you know, like a face off basically, you'll say everything you about to say in your bars on stage. Like nigga, you already gave me your game plan. I already know what you're gonna say. So I'm going to write this down. I'm gonna just strategize my bars and rebuttal everything you got to say about me. Kind of like the B Rabbit effect on Eight Mile. Mm-hmm. He already knew what the, uh, the nigga from what is it, Avengers, mm-hmm. <laughs> Papa Doc. He <laughs> 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 already knew what he was gonna say. <laughs> nigga said so he used it against him. Yeah, yeah. Anthony Mackey, that's his name for the for the people watching. Go check him yeah. out. Yeah. 
Damn. Don't watch Black Mirror episode. Nah, don't do not watch that. Pause. <laughs> oh, Lord. You, you know, Striking Viper, you watch Black Mirror? No. Nah, that's nasty work. Don't watch no. that episode. No, I ain't never crazy seen work. it. But I will say, I will, he he got a show on, um, it's actually pretty fire. It's on Peacock. Another pause. Uh, it's called Twisted Metal. It's after the video game. Yeah. Be okay. on that. That show is fire. Really? Watch I got to check that. that. I got to check that out. Yeah, it's based off the video game. I ain't got yeah. Peacock. Yeah. yeah, it's free. Well, you got Comcast, it's free. I ain't got Comcast. Well, damn, nigga. <laughs> you got you, game cut? <laughs> you ain't got nothing. You fun of yeah, go check it out, though. I'm, I might give you my login. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah, the first time I was like introduced to like battle rapping was like you just said it, just uh, Eight Mile, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And I think that did was, I feel like that did a good representation of battle rap. So, what exactly made you get into battle rapping? Uh, Smack DVD, okay. Murder Moot versus Jay Mills. Yeah, that was yeah. good. That was the man. Yeah. That was the time. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I be slandering battle rap. I used to watch all that shit. I watched yeah, the Smack yeah. DVD. <laughs> I used to watch the shit on MTV late at night. Yeah, yeah. What was I Fight Club? Fight Club. And International P. The dude, dude he's junk. The dude with the braids. He's like sixty. There 60. was a nigga yeah. in um in my neighborhood that used to love Philly niggas. So Joey Jahad and um. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reed, Meek Dollars. Mill, yeah, Reed Dollars, yeah, Reed yeah. Dollars. Um, all them niggas when they was coming up, starting out, yeah, I seen all of that shit. Which like, one was the one that got punched on YouTube? Oh, Matt Coffer. I was gonna say which. I one? think it was Joey Jahad got punched. Oh, you talking about a Philly niggas? I think it was Joey oh, okay. Jahad. Yeah, somebody, somebody Joey sucker Jihad. punched him. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, you look in the like comments. in the middle of him rapping or some shit. Yeah, yeah. You look in the comments, they were like, "Oh, bro, died the next week." All right. <laughs> It's like, <laughs> it's like one of them internet lords. Like, what happened to this nigga that much? <laughs> the comments say Brad did, so I don't know. Well. But yeah, I definitely used to listen to Reed Dollars. I felt like I just fell, <laughs> fell out of love with battle rap and I just completely forgot. <laughs> but yeah, I remember Jay Mills and all them niggas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Unfortunately, he's still battling. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got no choice. That young money shit ain't working out. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, are you from Jacksonville? Yeah, I'm from here, but. I moved around a lot when I was young, so right. I would just say I'm from here, half Jacksonville, half LA. I lived in LA half my life as well. So. Okay. Yeah. You was banging out there? Hey, um, I don't know no game bang. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know no game members. <laughs> I'm a wa- wa- hard working civilian. <laughs> hey, look, I respect that 100%. <laughs> what made you leave Jacksonville and go to LA? Uh, just moving around. My stepdad was a comedian, so. Uh, you can look him up. His name is Roman Murray. He was on Common View way back in the days. Yeah. It was a BT show called The Way We Do It. And when he got on, that's when we moved to LA. Mm. Yeah, so we're standing out there. Yeah. Damn, I had I bet that had to be like a culture clash. Definitely was. Honestly, to put it like this, you know how uh what's the nigga little Mike from the wood? Yeah. That's how my first day was in LA. Mm. That's uh, how it was. Oh, you was a dance on that big ass oh, big ass rabbit. <laughs> No, wasn't exactly. Nah, nah, not like that. You slapped the you slapped the girl ass, and the nigga named Stacy knocked you up. Nah, nah. <laughs> I, had, yeah, I you, had some run-ins and you know, with some yeah. game members and all that. So, but yeah, I bet yeah. you did. It was like, damn, this nigga sound country as fuck. Yeah, probably. that's how yeah. they were like, bro. You so country, dog. Like, yeah, and not knowing the history, all the country niggas moved from the south to L.A. You yeah, know? yeah. Compton used to be a white neighborhood, a mm-hmm. white place. Mm-hmm. All the black people from the South moved out there. Mm-hmm. So them niggas country too. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Yeah, I say it everybody every got their own love. Yeah, what I say about Chicago niggas? 
Alabama niggas with coats. I seen every other <laughs> <Yeah>. coach. <laughs> they always try and say niggas country. Like, yeah, your, your grandma most likely from Alabama, like Mississippi. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 So how long it took you to get used to, like, L.A.? I'd just say probably like a year. Oh. I had to learn what not to wear, stuff like that. Yeah. I kind of got adapted to the terminology and stuff like that. That's what I said, kind of like like the wood. I even think about a, a experience I had, even like the hat scene, when you said take, take off that hat. Yeah. You know, certain neighborhoods, you sport a certain hat. Yeah. yeah. And you can't wear that hat in that neighborhood. It ain't about the color, it's just a certain hat that you sport. It can be, uh, what is the Seattle uh, Marinas or whatever it's called? That's a uh, Rolling Sisters hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mariners. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a Rolling Sisters hat. I got, can't go I got pressed in LA. I, don't, uh, I was going to say they oh. almost beat up out of the out of <laughs> uh, Well, I don't got it. I always wear, well, this, of course, this is a Marlins hat, but the old school Marlins hat with the fish, I didn't know it was like some Mexican game called, uh, I think it was called a Florentes or some shit like that. Some shit that was like This actually in two games, actually. Yeah. You talking about the Florida just with the F? Yeah, yeah, with the fish on it, yeah, with the yeah, F, yeah. with the fish. And yeah, I was yeah. like, I was chilling. I was over there like, shit, I was in Englewood, I think. Mm-hmm. Nigga came out from where I'm from, like I said, I said Jacksonville, and he seen I was country as hell. He was like, "Oh, this nigga ain't from here. I'm gonna leave yeah, him alone." Yeah, yeah. So he just he just went on about his business. He was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, they usually be like, "What? Where you from?" And you say a whole different city. Like, "Oh, this nigga ain't active." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nah, he he just a tourist. But they'll usually tell you like, "Hey, bro, just don't wear that hat around here because it's gonna get hat." Yeah. But. Yeah, there's certain hats you can just stay away from. Not saying you can't wear hats out there. Yeah. There's certain neighborhoods just don't wear. Yeah, I just noticed, like, if you're not in the hood, I just happen to be close to the hood mm-hmm. where, I, where I was at. But if you like, on the chilling for the most part, you should be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they ain't impressing you like that. They, so, they put that on the social media, like, oh, don't wear this. So, eh, just, just relax. So Have a good your, time. So, what your step pops doing, um, that's intriguing. Your step pops on Comedy View. Mm hmm. Did you like meet any certain like comedians growing up? Yeah, yeah, um, a few, a whole bunch. Uh, I remember I met Kevin Hart when he wasn't big, and he like right here, yeah. <laughs> that short. Yeah, and so that's when he was with his first wife, the the crazy one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, the dude that played uh, what's his name from Do the Right Thing with the with the four. Gold rings, you know. I don't know, bro, name, but yeah, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. you're talking about Radio I mean, Raheem. Radio I don't know, Raheem. I don't know, real name. Uh-huh. Yeah, God, I don't know his real love, name. Hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah God rest his soul. He passed away. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, bro, name, but yeah. You met Ronaldo, right? No. Damn, that's the no. legend right there. Rest in peace, him too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I used to go over to uh, God God Torres' house. Um, God Torres had a house in uh, North Hollywood at that time. It was really like down the street from uh, Southwest T. You know, he was on the West Coast and being mm-hmm. enough and all that. He was mm-hmm. running it out there. So, yeah, the house down the street on the hill. Then Joe Torrey was, you know, they brothers. They had a house right next to each other as well. So they kept in the family on the same land. So we used to go over there to their house all the time. That's why I used to see the celebrities. How, that's how I used to see them. Yeah. So I met Kevin Hart, a whole bunch of different people, Regina King and all them. So, yeah. It was a good time, you know. That's fine. Look at yeah. I think it like two up in front. If they work, I was gonna say I'm trying <laughs> to think which one might. There we go, you rocking. But yeah, that's yeah, that's that's dope, man. Nah, um, that's 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 real dope. How so? At what age were, were you initially out in LA? 
like did you did you start going out there i just remember i was in fourth grade okay we drove two days straight out there oh y'all drove yeah nigga. we packed up everything and moved out there when he got that gig on the show got you okay that's dope that's yeah. dope it was cool man yeah your stepfather from jacksonville no nah, he's from st louis oh, okay yeah. okay he grew up with uh lavelle crawford I, I know him before moving out to LA. Okay, yeah, that's what they both from St. Guy Tour and Joe Tour from St. Louis. So that's how you know yeah. they oh, all know each okay. other from the same city. Damn. So how was like the music scene at the time? Because I think it had to be like after like the Chronic and shit. Because I, I feel like LA had like a point in time in music where like they wasn't really dropping shit like that. And when I got out there, it was the Chronic two thousand one. Okay, that, I feel like that was kind of coming back. Yeah. I feel like it was like I think I feel like L.A. had like a ten-year mark where they wasn't really doing shit till like the game came out. Am I wrong? That's true. I mean, they had the locals. They had a Razzcast. They had Yup Mouth. Um, the East Siders was running it too. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of them. Spice One. But I think that what Elk means is that like <clears throat> even uh, Yup Mouth and them like they that. The loonies and shit, they 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 were low. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. you knew who they were, but they weren't making no major noise. You know what I'm saying? You had to be looking for their album and shit. Mm. Um, yeah, but on the West Coast, they kept the West right, Coast. Right, right, so right, you right. To Big Boy neighborhood, mm-hmm. they were playing number West Coast music. Yeah, mm, until Fifty dropped, and that's when Get Rich or Die Trying in the club was being played everywhere. Every album. Yeah, yeah. That shit, they that Get Rich or Die Trying album. Was phenomenal. That that mm-hmm. that the release of that. Yeah, we may never see nothing like that again. I don't think so. Like no. But let me ask you this: What age did you start like rapping? Period. And then at what point were you <clears throat> saying to yourself like, "Yo, I'm 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 gonna get into battle. I want a battle rap." I started doing music when I was like, I say about twelve years old. And I came back from L.A. for a summer to stay with my grandmother. And I have a cousin. And he was like, hey, man, you want to go to the studio? And it was a studio on Pearl Street. And I, we walked down there. And it was like Pearl and Tallulah. I think Kuzel Studio. Shout mm-hmm. out to him. Yeah. But I recorded my first song there. And it was just for one hour. I think $50 an hour. It was trash. Damn. <laughs> that's a crazy for now. $50 yeah. an hour? Nah. That was mixing, that's, that, that's, oh, that's, that's low? That's about the going. I mean, that's your going rate for like you walking into a studio. You oh, know what I'm okay. saying? Okay, I got you. I got you. I would say when you start paying seventy five, one hundred and twenty five an hour, you know what I mean? Then you in top tier studios, and you yeah. still, and some of them you still might be in the B room. You know what okay. I mean? So, mm-hmm. all right. So, what your rap style was like? Because you was out in L. A. You was, you were a fan of battle rap, so you had like a southern style. What you was listening to at the time? <sighs> If I go back and listen to it, you could tell my accent was L.A., but I still had the terminology from Jacksonville, so yeah. it was a mixture. Okay. And I, sometimes I can catch myself when I listen to my music now. I can hear my accent and hear a little bit of Jacksonville in it, too, because of my terminology or right. whatever you know slang I use. But, yeah, but that first song was trash. Nigga <laughs> said, what up, G? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. crazy. You still, you still got it. I still got it. And yeah. I ain't playing it neither. <laughs> nah, go ahead, and send us, send us that song so we get, we get drop a snippet. Right. Of I ain't gonna do it like that. 
But like every line, it was just a punchline. I was yeah. trying to be on my Cassidy, you know, mm. tight tilt at that time. Pause. But you know, <laughs> yeah. hey, Cassidy. I used to listen to a lot of Cassidy. I, I used to everyone to, did. Everyone uh, did. What's that album? Split personality. Yeah. yeah. Well, I ran out to the ground. He, he he had a good one, and then after that, it went sour. I remember I lost uh I lost yeah, thirty dollars yeah. one time. I did the worst bet ever. Who was that? So I was so much of a Cassidy fan. Of course I was a Jay Z fan. Nigga said too. his second album's gonna do better. That's what I did. That's what I said. He dropped the album. It's called Bars. Yeah. The Barry the Barry Bruh. Aaron Aaron Reese some shit like that. I <laughs> knew story. that shit was finna be it was, ass. It was called Bars, bro. He dropped that bit the same day Jay Z dropped. Uh, no. Damn, what was that album? Shit, it had to have been damn. What's the one that it, had? Uh, it had to have been the Black Album, huh? The album from the movie, American, oh, American Gangster. Gangster. Yeah, oh, okay. it was Gangster. Yeah, yeah. He dropped the uh, bars in American Gangster the same day, and I said Cassidy was gonna sell more records. <laughs> <laughs> you, 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 you lost your rabbit ass mind. I bet the uh, shout out to Ike. I was, I was like, bro, I bet you thirty dollars. He was like, this about to be the earth, easiest thirty dollars of my life. Yeah, shook on it, bro. I don't think that nigga Cassie was close. I think that nigga sold like ten thousand. Bro, <laughs> that nigga, that nigga knew it was finna be ass, bro. I don't know what I was thinking. Oh, like, that shit had it. my drink and my two step on it, didn't it? Yeah, I think that was like the only song. Yeah, yeah that was after that accident, right? The car accident. Yeah, yeah. A little scar. Okay, yeah. Yeah, man, like, look the um. Swiss beats ruined his career. I'm blaming Swiss. <laughs> beats was ass. It was alright. I think it was more him. It was just. It was. I mean, yeah, it was definitely. At that time, him. we was wanting to hear like real lyrical shit. That nigga shit. say, uh, "My Glock got a dick and it only hit niggas, so I ain't homophobic." No, that's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Yeah, I was like. <laughs> Yeah, that shit like yeah. eventually, and then like I think niggas just like stop caring about extra like lyrical shit around that. I time. don't think it's that, bro. I think his shit just became like too un- predictable. Yeah, yeah, too predictable, unnecessary bars. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so after you dropped it, you went to the studio. You dropped that trash song, set of ass. How did you um bounce back? Yeah, what was your next step after that? I record another song. Yeah, I think it was called Full Effect, and we was uh-huh. rapping on the uh, Freeway beat. Uh, we going to do it again. It's the Full Effect, whatever that song was with Benny Siegel and the Young Guns. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I went in every bar, like every line. It was a punchline. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So at what point did you know notice like the music was like, all right, I got something with this, this. And when I got feedback, um, cause my cousin was passing around in late fours. When I came back again for one summer, you're like, hey, that's JIT right there that was on that song. I was like, oh, y'all actually listen to the song? Y'all know about it? Like, yeah, I want to make this a career. Yeah. <laughs> that's a JIT. That's like, that's what I want to do. Straight up. Right. So, yeah. All right. So, what's some of the places the music took you? Music? Um, back then, it didn't take me nowhere, honestly. But now that I kind of like develop myself better, Mm. Now I'm getting more as in getting to the network and learning the business, how to get paid off royalties and all right. that other type of stuff. It's taking me more as in getting more money in the bank. Yeah, so that's right. all that matters to me. Right, For I don't sure. have to feel like I need to go on tour with anybody or right. you know be on the limelight everywhere. As long as I get that money and all that, and they actually like my music, yeah. I'm cool with that. I can just chill. You read any like books or anything? 
Yeah, the last book I read was actually Fifty Cents. Which uh, one? I have two of them. I didn't finish the Fifty Law, which you know. That's a good one. Yeah, I read that. I one. didn't finish it yet, but the other one, what's it called again? Hustle Smarter. He got a couple. You know, I've, like I've read the Fifty, the Fifty Laws of Power. I read that one, and I read uh, from Pieces to Weight. Mm-hmm. I read that one. Okay. But I know what you're talking about, though. I didn't get a chance to read I that one. I think it was like Hustle Hard or hustle, something like that. But yeah, yeah I read he was that talking, probably he, like in the yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. I read a couple chapters. Well, I, I didn't read it. I was like on YouTube reading like yeah. the audio shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, 50, don't don't sue me. But yeah, <laughs> his, his books is on YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I was listening to YouTube. He was telling the story about how he was, um, his son was asking him for money. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I don't feel right giving you money because we really ain't had no relationship right like that. You wasn't really rocking with me. But he said, let's make this money, though. I ain't going to give you money, but let's make money. Uh-huh. And he said he bought like a, a store was going out of business. He bought like all the shoes. Yeah, all the shoes out the store. And his son ain't wasn't was like the lazy. Yeah, being a spoiled <laughs> brat about it. I ain't want to call brother. He was being lazy. Listen, yeah. fuck, he was being lazy. Yeah. He ain't really want to do it. And then like. They say, you know, like businesses like StockX and different stuff like that blew up. And his mm-hmm. son could have had the first StockX, but he was just he was just lazy. Wow. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Had yeah. him set up already. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the, the, the crazy part is 50 one of the best businessmen. Right. In yeah. the game, period. Yeah. He just randomly just thought of StockX and he was like telling his son. Well, it was, of course, called StockX. It was like right, a right, com- right. sneaker commission. Right. And he mm-hmm. just then. But yeah, that's dope. You any other books like strategy wise? Just for the listeners that's watching, that's trying to get into music. Like, how did you how did you learn your game to where you know you you understood how to, to how to get royalties and shit? It's a lot of people that's rapping right now, listening that mm-hmm. don't know the different types of royalties that that you can collect on. Yeah, I ain't read any books on that. That's YouTube University. There you go. Yeah, I mean, good, yeah, good, yeah, good. yeah, yeah. I just did my own research. So, who I were some ain't. of the people that you that you <clears throat> followed or or listened to, or what were some of the things that you might have searched to to find? You know what I mean? Mm. Your knowledge. It was just some random people. Uh, I don't know their names. I just went to different channels. You know, mm-hmm. then I just found out that some of the stuff is free that you could just register for. I got a free BMI account as a songwriter, and I got a free. Uh, a scout, whatever it's called, publishing ASCAP, account. Yeah, yeah, yeah. scout. I got that. Um, what's the other one? It's like Song Trust or something like that. Uh, yeah, it's um, Song Trust does do do that, but um, there's a Canadian one, CSAC. Yeah, yeah, C-SAC. I checked that out too. But I think they said that they kind of flat and said that I already have a BMI account. Right, right. If I want to close have... that and move over. There. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I couldn't you do can't that. Can't be signed with two. Yeah. All right. How important is a BMI to the people that's watching? Hey, um, as a songwriter, I get my BMI checks. I just got a deposit, I believe, two weeks ago, unexpectedly. Mm-hmm. And it was great. <laughs> that's yeah. all I'm going to say. So that's a blessing. Anything yeah. you do, like you go to the studio, if you do a show, register it. Yeah. Like after this, it's like a performance. Right. I'm going to register this. Right. You know what I'm saying? Dope. And every time I do it, I even add y'all names. I will ask y'all, hey, what's y'all real name? So y'all can get the credentials as well. Right. If y'all want to get royalties off y'all podcast, right. you get a percentage too. So we all can eat. So anytime I go to the studio, my, I go to a, 
in-home studio. My cousin is recording me. He don't even have to be on the song. I give him his all his percentage. Yeah. Just for helping me out. He do it for free. Right, he right, recording right. me. So I'm gonna give you a percentage. Yeah. Let's all eat. Yes, yeah, sir. That's bro. what it's about. Yeah. Hey man, you just gave these niggas some game, bro. Cause most <laughs> people they just they just they think you just record and then just put your shit on TuneCore and that's it. Nah, I mean There's more to it. Today, as a, as an artist, <clears throat> you have to be everything because niggas aren't investing in artists anymore. Mm-hmm. They're investing in the machine. They're investing in things that they can pick up right now and move forward with. You either look look the part for what they're they're trying to present. They don't have to do too much to dress you up. Right. Or two, you got enough motion on your own to where it's like, okay, well, what we do to back you, just by putting our name on it and shit, mm-hmm. you'll be good. Yeah, they don't do artist development anymore. No. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely good to learn about a PRO, um, right. your performance rights organizations. Uh, um, now nah, I'm drawing the blanks. What else you gotta register with? Um, uh, Sound Exchange. Yeah, Sound Exchange. Yeah. Uh, it's another one. I think it's called Sound Scan. Sound Scan. Yeah. Yep. And yeah. you gotta make sure you have your ISRC code and all that. So those well, if your th- song get a lot of streams, you could be on the Billboard charts. You never know. Yeah. That's dope. Man, it's been a long time since I've been. Yeah. But. Yeah, man, all of that is important because, like he said, you can get you can get paid off of, and this is just for the listeners. You can get paid off of everything you're doing, Thanks. every time you move, and there's a way that those pennies turn to dollars, and those dollars turn to tens and twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. Man, definitely. Consistency so, is key. So back to what you were saying, Levi. We're gonna backtrack. <laughs> it was funny you just <laughs> said. Uh, you said they don't develop artists no more, which they don't. But mm-hmm. I did see a, it was A and R. He was on Twitter. He was like, "Y'all say we don't develop artists mm-hmm. no more. We do. Y'all just call them industry plants." I thought that was pretty funny, but is I feel like they still don't develop artists like that no more. Nah, the yeah. industry plants they referring to were already popular before they got signed. That, yeah, you know, for the most part. Yeah, and not even. I mean, to me, the industry pl- plants that that. If you look at them, they have connections to how it makes sense that they would even be at that level. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like those girls, they live a very affluent life. Mm-hmm. Someone knows someone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tony girls that be running while yeah. rapping? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. And th- those are like, the. And I think that that's who he was referring to, to be honest. I think he was just referring to everybody. I mean, I don't like the 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 white industry plants are industry plants. Because most of the part, because a lot of time, I think also most people don't know what an industry plant is, so they just see a, a person a bunch of places. They be like, oh, yeah, industry. Because I seen some people call sexy red an industry plant. Like sexy red is not an industry plant. No, she just so. happened to be a chick from the hood that just happened to get popular. I mean, viral. Look and at she where she probably didn't expect it. Look at yeah. where the game is at, though. Glorilla had literally just blown up a year or two prior. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Right now, they're giving women, all kinds of women <coughs> a chance to really be as big as, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they pushing the women right now. As you want. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
Nah, nothing at all. Yeah. You have a ghost role for some um, women artists? Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, how is that, like, ghost right for a woman? Oh, come it's on. so easy. Because you already know how women think. <laughs> <laughs> so you already know what, you, what they want to hear. That might be so. problematic. <laughs> yeah. It's so easy. You're right, but it yeah. might be problematic. Well, yeah. yeah. And, like, Neo wrote that one song for himself, then Beyonce got it to the yeah. left, to the left. Like, Nick, like, bro, why would you want that song for yourself? <laughs> that nigga. No, it sounds like a man, you know, like Actually, a manly song. Yeah, bro. not at all. So like yeah, it's actually easy to write them type of songs or battles, you know, bars or whatever. For females, it's it's easy, man. That's all I'm gonna say. All right. Um, how you got your? I want to ask you. I should ask that again. How you got your <laughs> rap name? So you I got a unique off, rap name. Yeah, I started off as Levi Fresco mm. when I started battle rap. So I used to always wear Levi's. Yeah. At that time, where everybody was wearing like the raffle on polo down and all that, I was yeah. wearing the Levi everything yeah. shoes and all that. It jumped green now. But <laughs> <laughs> at that time, it was cool. Right. So yeah, I kind of put my niggas on. Levi's, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's how I got my name. Like that nigga always got the Levi's on. Then Fresco, you know, it's fresh. Right. So Levi Fresco. So after that, I just changed my name to Levi without the tribe, uh, just to revamp. You know, have a fresh start. So Levi without the trial, I'm always solo. I do I like to do my thing like my way, you know, alone. I'm not saying I'm an introvert. I hate using the word introvert because right. I feel like it's just a trend now. Yeah. And you know, oh, I'm an introvert, nigga. No, you're not. I think you're trying to be because a real introvert don't have to say that. You know right. what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's why I just threw that out there. But yeah, I like to do things alone and kind of like I'm not saying I'm sneaky. I like to be a mystery. I like you to guess what I got going on. Yeah. You know? That's dope. Yeah. So, um, how is it like, uh, cause you a family man? How is it balancing family life and the music? Oh, it's easy. Uh, so I write my music when the kids are asleep. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I wait till they go to sleep. Now I write my music. So usually I don't actually like write it down like I used to in the journal. I used to do the little Jay-Z and Lil Wayne thing. I do it in my head. Right. Then when I go into the studio, I add on to it, I probably type it in my phone. Right. And I type everything out. So because I might actually hear the beat in the studio, like I don't like how I deliver when I hear my vocals on it. Right, right. Let me switch it up. Let me take this word out. Let me put this in. So I type it all out from my head. But um, yeah, that's how I usually do it. It's easy. Your kids, uh, your kids listen to any of your music? Yeah, uh, I have a song called "New Heaven," and all my kids love that song. Uh, another song I just dropped, I did a video too called "Dedication," and my youngest, uh, well, not my youngest, my middle child, he's about to be six. He loved that song too, so he had that on repeat the other day. Uh, that's dope. But it put a smile on my face to see my kids actually rocking with my music like that. Like if that make them smile, that's cool. I don't care about anybody else that don't listen to my music. <laughs> right, right, right. Nah, that's dope. That's dope. I had seen you. I, you had got you a house, didn't you? Yep. I just bought a house. Yeah. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? Real quick, look. <laughs> Round of applause. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. And that that, that that music, that's what did it, right? Get the part of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're just going to say the music did it, man. He popping hey, with the music. Yeah. It helped yeah. with some of the collections I had in debt so I can get yeah. my credit score to go up. So yeah, some of them payments did go towards that. Yeah, yeah. Salute yeah. to that, man. That's, that's a big achievement right there. So yeah. that's something to be proud of. Yeah. 
So as a battle rapper, man, uh, let me ask this: Did you have? A, do you do you do you hold on to a favorite verse? Do you have one battle to where it's like I never forget this shit? After it's funny because after every battle, I forget all of it. I got so tired of rehearsing it every single day, mm-hmm. and I after the battle day, I'll be done with it. Like I can breathe now. Yeah, because I'm in the shower. I'm versatile right right <laughs> like right. versatile i'm actually rapping to a towel yeah, i'm in the yeah, shower yeah. alone i'm in the car rehearsing the whole time when i'm on a call when i'm doing my job or something like that i'm on a conference call i'm on mute i'm one rehearsing it that's all day long and don't stop so i'll be tired of it do i remember it now hell no <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to remember no more i feel it yeah but I do have my favorite battles. I have my favorite battle was against uh, Johnny P in Miami and Lush One. He hosted the battle. Okay. Uh, you probably know Lush One from uh, he, well, GTS. He, he was on No Jumper to kick him off. Yeah, No Jumper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I actually hit him up to see if he was cool. He was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. <laughs> but yeah. That was real dope. You be watching the. Uh, I know you be watching like the. Shit, now, nah, because I was about to ask you, you could just go, uh, go into it. Like, what's your top five back, uh, favorite battle rappers? Top five? Uh, Daylight, Tay Rock, shout out to Rock, uh, JC, who else? New Jersey Twerk. Uh, I'm going to go with Easy to Block Captain. Oh, man. Yeah. I think Easy wanted to. I think Easy cold man. Yeah, and he got that Philly draw like he like, bring the, like the old back you know Philly days like them DVD days. I like that. I ain't pause. seen Easy lose a battle yet. Nah, I ain't seen it neither. Mm, I gotta man. check him out. Let me go. Man, easy cold, easy but, cold. I think he like one of the. I think he might be top dog in the game right now. Most definitely, but, but, I would say that he's like after he's like the new face. Like how Rock, he still got his long run. It's easy time now. Yeah. It was Geechee at one time, but now easy. I feel like he yeah. took that spot. Yeah. Yeah. Geechee definitely went on a run. Mm-hmm. So how is it like making music? Cause you know how they say like certain, certain a lot of people say like battle rappers, like they be fire at battle rapping, <laughs> dealing content and song. Music they don't really, yeah, they don't really not good with the music. So how is it like transitioning between the two? For me, it was hard first. So after coming, you know, I took a break from battle rap. I tried to write a song. It was like, it sounds so much like I'm trying to kill somebody yeah, <laughs> the yeah. whole time. And like, nah, this ain't it. So I just took, I had to just take like, I think a year and a half till I actually had a song that actually, I fit battle rap bars into it, into life experience and everything that, you know, with my religious beliefs, I put all that into one category, and I found a way. So the song is called Jimmy Jump. Whenever you get a chance, you can check it out, and you'll hear it. And actually, to be honest with you, the same verse from Jimmy Jump is what I rap on Creeping Through the Streets. Yeah, I was about to say, didn't you do a video for Jimmy Jump on one of these? Yeah. I think you did a performance video for it, didn't you? Yeah, I just did a video on Downtown. I, it just released probably like last month. I yeah, yeah, I seen yeah. it. I seen it. Yeah. yeah. It's little, dope. Man. A little research. I, I do my research. I did my research. <laughs> yeah, I gotta do some research. <laughs> what? You, how you think? Uh, actually, what uh, is it that battle rappers do that make them fall short when it comes to making music? 
trying to be too intricate, to be honest. Okay. Yeah. You kind of lose that because not everybody that listen to music are battle rap fans. You can't make them a battle rap fan because some people really don't like it. They'd be like, eh, y'all seem like pretenders. Because that's how they look at it. It is entertainment, so they look at it like y'all niggas just being fake. Yeah. After this, y'all shake hands. You know what I'm saying? So, all that hard stuff, pause, we'll go out to, you know, get that mm. out of the way, man. You know what I'm saying? Just, just vibe. How you pick your production for your music? So, I like sample beats. Uh, honestly, I go on YouTube or I holler at a couple producers, I'm like, hey, what you got in the catalog? You know, send me something. And I also have some producers that send me beats. Then some of them I'm moving to the spam box, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I'm unsubscribed. How can I make you stop sending me beats? I don't like them. But, <laughs> but yeah, I'm just all over the place. It just, it just depends, you know what I'm saying, how yeah. I feel, what type of vibe I have at that moment. Yeah, I could feel this way one day, now I want to rap about this. Now I could feel uplifted another day, now I want to rap about that on the upbeat type beat. Yeah. It don't matter. I just try to be well-rounded, you know what I'm saying, so everyone yeah. can relate. Sometimes you hop on YouTube, put so-and-so type beat. Not really. Not really? No, nah, I used to. Uh, when I first started, when I got back active with the music, mm. I used to type in uh, Griselda <clears throat> type beats. Mm. So for me, coming from battle rap, okay, I can go this boom bap type beat and I can rap like this. Man, right. I'm like, nah, this ain't it. <laughs> so when you was getting back into music, I know you had that, like a pep talk, like, when I do music this time, it's going to be serious. What are some things that you say you're not going to do this time when it comes to them doing your music? Not fall for niggas trying to scam you. Okay. You know, when you first start, you're like, coast to coast mixing and stuff like that. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you pay this amount, then you will let you perform, and this and that. Man, I ain't gonna know all that, man. I know you're just trying to collect the check. It's business. I get it. Now yeah. I understand the business. Hey, man, ain't going all that. You know what I'm saying? I'm not interested. I even got like two producers in my Insta, you know, on Instagram that DM me the other day. I like, hey, we can do this for you, and this and that, bro. You just trying to collect the check. Yeah, exactly. Like, if you trying to really look out. For upcoming artists, then let's work. You know what I'm exactly, saying? you talk. I can to, still invest in myself. Right, that's not investment. That's not gonna do nothing. Right, I don't need a shout out or anything like that. Straight up, conversation a whole lot different when a producer want to collaborate opposed to when they want to tap your pockets. Right. Yeah. yeah, they hit you up. They be like so and so. Usually, when you hit somebody up, you're supposed to be willing to work for free. Mm -hmm. But it's like. They just go straight to the money and like. Yeah. That How nigga, much is your budget? Yeah. That nigga, uh, nigga. KE on the track hit me with that shit years back. <laughs> nigga say, man, I love your work. I want to do some shit with you. Man, just pay me $5,000 and I got you. <laughs> no. I say, nigga. Nigga, what you mean by got me? You got to ask on that. Like, got me doing what, nigga, if I got to pay you 5000 and you yeah. kind of just showing your hand to show that, like, bro, you really in need for money. Right. Because when I leave you on red, then you hit me back a few hours later, you down. Right. Like, nigga, you really need this. I don't. Mm. Nah. Yeah, try yeah. to scam somebody. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it, nowadays, yeah, that, I ain't about to say the whole compilation mixtape shit is dead, but it's like, it's, it's ways around it. But I remember, yeah, that used to be big, like, like, a lot of the time, like they be having niggas pay for the mixtape, and it be like eighty niggas on the mixtape. Right, be like, you're not gonna listen to all eighty niggas. <laughs> I know I'm not. Yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna listen to half them niggas. 
Exactly. I know DJs that do that, but um, I think it's better if a DJ actually like kind of what Khaled did, DJ Drama, uh, Funk Master Flex. Right, right. Do it. Yeah. Just have your song, pick out a beat. Hey, I want this artist and this artist. Let's collaborate. I think this. I think that DJs really should be looking to find artists that they can put a project together with and try and make it something big for the two of them. Right. I agree. I totally agree. Like, if a DJ's taking it serious, you know what I'm saying, and you see potential in an artist Mm -hmm. to where you could fuck with them and you could see how both of y'all could win. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like DJ Pretty Rick and Trout back in the day. Yeah. 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 It worked out for him. Yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. I'm going to look out for you in ways that I can. You do for me what you can, but at the end of the day, we know this split. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So who are, who are you trying to work with in the city? In the city? Yeah. I'm versatile. I don't I don't mind working with anybody, honestly. Uh, but I do want to reach out to Holy Gabbana. Okay. I don't want to call him by his old name. Cause I know you're pretty sure you want to do that. But yeah, uh, he's serious with yeah. that. Yeah, we uh we interviewed him. He 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 told me a thousand times. He was like, he was like, if you have Boonk in there, don't do that. I was like, bro, <laughs> I, I got you. I'm not disrespectful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, respectfully, man. But yeah, I like to reach out to him, collaborate with him. We made it happen. Yeah. We made it happen. Yeah, yeah. If you watching. You know, hit me up, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got his number. We hit him up. Um, sure. Yeah, he definitely be on some like real gospel type stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's why I'm on now. Uh, what we call truth music. Yeah. So just throw that out there. I know people would be like, "Oh, he a Hebrew Israelite." If you listen to my music, I'm not with that camp stuff you see on YouTube. It's still right. going viral. Niggas walking around in purple shirts, purple right, 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 right. <laughs> taking niggas chairs and all that. No, nah, we're not on that. I'm just part of a congregation. We just go by the Old Testament and the New Testament. And we call our God by his name. We call him Yahuwah. People call him Yahweh. It doesn't matter. As long as your prayers are being answered by the Malachim, which are in Hebrew, angels, and your prayers are being delivered to the God, the Elohim, that's all that matters, man. Yeah. You know what's right and you know what's wrong. And you live your life how you're supposed to. That's all I'm going to just put it that way. That's dope. Yeah, I don't know if we're supposed to say amen to that, but <laughs> straight up. Yeah, I, I ain't want to be disrespectful. I definitely about to say amen, but uh, nah, yeah. I, ain't, I ain't gonna be disrespectful. But it's salute, good, salute man. to that. Man. <laughs> so w- with that, um, uh, how am I gonna say it? Do you do you not curse at all in your music, or are you just? I mean, I know some people that do. Yeah. Now let's let's put it right here. Let's set it. Right here, you know how people be like, "Oh, he cursing his music." I say "nigga," yeah. I say "damn." To to me, it's not a, a cuss word. To other people, it might be. It might just be a bad word. Well, I let my kids say it. No, you're not grown. But what I'm saying is that a curse word really means that you're cursing somebody. Yes, that's all that means. So the F word, B words, and all that, duh. You can insult somebody. You know, you insulting somebody, but you know that's wrong. Why should you insult somebody? So you just say, "Hey, I try to be righteous." I will not come at you like that, Paul. Right, right. So, you know what I'm saying? It's just called bad words, but it's not actually curse words. You're actually cursing somebody. It's witchcraft you you curse someone. Yeah. Okay. Respect to that. When did you, uh, is the proper word convert? When did you uh, start following that uh, type of religion? 
2016. It was during the time where I graduated from FSU. Yeah, so I had to get adapted, coming oh. from you know college lifestyle and all that too. So it was a huge transition. Put it that way. Yeah. With that, you had to completely change your music up. I didn't start my music in 2016. Now oh, I did okay, a okay. feature. I did a feature. Then I see how you know. Okay, yeah, I can get with it. Well, it took me years later to actually. I'm gonna do music again. I had that itch again, you know. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. Uh, what 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 you working on right now? Right now, I'm working on my album called The Bootleg. Um, I'm dropping singles here and there. I got a new single dropping on my birthday, which is the Day of Atonement, uh, which is the day we fast. Uh, it's called All I Need. So okay. look out for that. I think I'm gonna shoot a video for it, probably. Depends how I feel. Damn, man, you need to shoot a video for everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for real. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I'm on, man. They're trying to make it happen. That's what's up, man. You got any more questions for Levi? Nah, man, hey, look, uh, you got a verse for us? <laughs> I'm gonna hit you with the Vince Staples. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. I respect it. 100%. But I appreciate y'all, man. I appreciate yes, the opportunity. Sir. I've been wanting to come up here. Yeah, I love y'all podcast. I like what y'all doing, man. Man, appreciate, appreciate that, that for appreciate sure. That. Appreciate for it, sure. man. All right, look into that camera. Plug everything, man. And he got a classic episode of Creeping Through the Streets. Man, yeah. Which, which we recorded in the studio. go ahead and check that yeah, out. We're going to link that in the bio also. Go check that out. We're going to link the other videos in the bio also. Facts, facts. So, checking out Levi Without the Tribe. Also known as Levi Fresco. Again, you can catch me on Instagram, Ventures Fresco, Facebook, Levi Fresco. I don't mess with Twitter. It's whatever it's called. Catch me on Thread, the same thing, you know what I'm saying? But, yeah, catch me on YouTube, Levi Without the Trial, Levi Fresco versus anybody. Boom, we out of here. Yes, sir. This has been another episode of Random Acts of Podcast, R.E.O.P. It's my co-host. Mr. Jefferson. It's your boy, Ampavelli. With all that said, we out.